Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is Saturday, February 3rd, 2024, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. We are in the second month of the year already. Can you believe it? Uh, January went by very, very fast, and I hope that for you it was a time of productivity, a time of strategy, a time of execution. We spent, spent the entire month of January really talking about, excuse me, the power of starting the year off right and having clear goals and objectives, and we spent the last episode delving into the power of intention, so I hope that you you haven't listened, you'll go back and listen to it. But I'm excited. We have a new series that we're going to jump into, and I believe that this is going to be helpful and beneficial for you as well because I'm really committed and devoted this year to helping you make this the greatest year of your life. As you've heard me say before, every year is my year. I know what to do. I know what to implement for success, and I want to help you to achieve the same thing in your life this year and beyond. So Thank you again for tuning in and being a part of Jamel Sanders' podcast. It's always so great to be with you and to share this message of empowerment with people around the world. I want to stop and pause and say hello to anybody that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us here for the Jamel Sanders podcast. This is more than a show. It is a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential and through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies and legendary wisdom. We want to empower you to live your greatest life every single day. And so thank you for being a part. I hope you get some value out of this and that you will become a regular listener to this platform and a part of this community. Hello to those of you who are um, regular listeners of the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Stay tuned. There is exclusive content coming, and Apple Podcasts is making some great changes as well. So definitely stay tuned in the days to come. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. Stitcher is changing, so that platform will be uh, totally different. So I hope that all of you will find us on a different platform that have been listening on Stitcher. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google. Google is also going away this year. So I hope that those of you that listen on Google will find another platform. Hello to those of you listening on iHeartRadio. I really enjoy iHeartRadio, and I'm so grateful that you would take the time to listen to this platform. Hello to those of you listening on Spotify. You know how much I love Spotify, and we have seen our greatest growth on that platform. The numbers for last year were amazing, and the countries that are listening to this platform is just unbelievable. So thank you to everyone listening on Spotify. Thank you to everybody listening on um, Amazon Music or Audible or Luminary or any other platform that I may not have named. I'm so grateful that I get to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can find out more information about me by going to www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you will find a 
plethora of empowerment tools and resources to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world, my products, services, conferences, seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, consulting advisory services, and all of the great information is there on the website. You can also find a link to sign up for my empowerment newsletter, which goes out quarterly. I would love for you to be a part of the list so that you can know more about the work that we're doing around the world. You can also find the links to all of my social media platforms, with the exception of TikTok, official Jamel Sanders, and Threads, official Jamel Sanders. I am active on social, and I look forward to connecting and doing life with you in the days to come. I would also encourage you to check out more about my organization beyond this podcast. I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that works with leaders in the public and private sector government around the world to provide solutions to complex global problems. I have the privilege of consulting and advising leaders in big government around and in their careers around the world and giving them strategies and solutions that they can reach their full potential. So you can find out more about that on the site as well. You can find my shop, um, and there we have some resources available to you as well, including my Breakthrough Journal, which was released last year. Um, This is a great tool because it's so early in the year. If you haven't written your goals, you need to write your goals. I know some people like it's already February, but you need to take the time to write down your goals uh, because it's going to be beneficial to you. This is a great way for you to write your goals, clarify your vision, and begin to shape your plan for success and prosperity this year. Uh, you can find the Breakthrough Journal at JamelSanders.com. Go under my shop and you will find it there. And I'm so appreciative to everyone that has already supported the Breakthrough Journal thus far. I would also like to recommend two things to you really quickly, and I want to save as much time as possible for my topic today. So first of all, I would recommend to you my 11th book, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Um, You heard me say this. Pressure is the book that I almost never wrote. Um, It was one of those very conflicting things for me because most of my books are centered around identity, purpose, authenticity, personal power, leadership, visionary leadership, crisis leadership, change management and change leadership, um, innovation and disruption, um, you name it. I've covered a gamut of topics, but I've never really solely written a spiritual-based book, and I did not know how the market would respond to that. And so everybody was just saying, write the book. So I just wrote the book, and I said, we'll see what happens. And pressure outpaced and outsold all of my other books combined, which let me know that I was totally wrong and that people are very much interested in faith and spirituality. And so pressure really delves into how to bring prophetic potentialities out of the invisible realm into tangible form and reality in your life. I delve into the significance of prophetic process and development and ultimately how to begin to see the prophetic fulfillment and manifestation of those things that you desire to see happen in your life. You can get the book from Amazon, Kindle Nerds, and most book distributors have access to pressure. And just a few months ago, 
I released my 12th book. Yes, I did say number 12, uh, Wounds, Incubating Prophetic Promises for Prophetic Fulfillment. This is the sequel to Pressure, so that's why I kind of gave a plug to Pressure. Uh, Wounds is a powerful continuation of where we left off. And in this book, I really delve into this principle of how everything illegal in the earth has to come through a wound. And I began to talk about the power of prophetic incubation. I talk about the significance of prophetic wounds and how to use the vehicle of pressure and adversity to ultimately uh, step into the things that you've been born for and destined to do in your life. It's a powerful book. It's a powerful sequel, and I believe it's going to help you tremendously um, in your journey to becoming everything that God has created and destined you to be. I'm hearing some phenomenal feedback already from the book, which I love, and I'm so grateful to hear that it is resonating with people that the sales are continuing to increase and that people's lives are being impacted by it. So thank you to everybody that has supported Wounds, Incubating Prophetic Promises for Prophetic Fulfillment. You can go right now to Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most book distributors have access to Wounds. Again, I do appreciate your support. What I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want us to jump right into this topic. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So when you finish a series like the one we just did about starting a y'all fight, my, as a strategic person and a progressive thinker, I'm always, where are we going next with this? And so... Um, buckle up because I really believe that these next few episodes are really going to give you some practical uh, tools and strategies that you can use to take your life to the next level and to ultimately make this the greatest year of your life. So I want to delve into this today, passion, the catalyst to your greatest life. Let's go. So potential is meaningless without passion. Potential is meaningless without passion. I talk to a lot of people, and I see a lot of people, and they have great potential. They are great uh, things that are possible for their lives. They are great attributes that can contribute to the great individual they were created to be. But what I know is that that potential without passion becomes meaningless. And here we are in February. Can you believe that we are in the second month of 2024 already? And, you know, it just brings back to my mind how when we started this year, I told you that this time was going to move very fastly. January was going to go by very quickly, even quicker than I thought it would, and how you needed to have a solid plan and a clear strategy if you wanted to be successful this year. By now, most people have abandoned their goals, they have shelved their dreams, and they have returned back to life as usual. Uh, Those people don't even make it to mid-January before they give up on their resolutions. And a lot of people will say, well, I will start over in 2025, and 2025 will be my year, and 2026 will be my year, and by then they'll be at 2030 and still saying that it's their year. And what we don't realize is that it's not the flip of the calendar 
that determines the transformation of our lives, but it is the fire and desire for change within us that empowers us to transform our lives. And when I look around the world today, uh, I see great potential, but I don't see a lot of individuals with the passion that is necessary to produce meaningful and lasting change in their lives. And one of the most crippling decisions we can ever make is to break the commitments we make to ourselves. We could do a whole show just around this statement right here. One of the most crippling decisions we can ever make is to break the commitments we make to ourselves. And what happens when you break the commitments that you make to yourselves, you deceive your heart and you ultimately betray yourself and then you begin to believe that nothing is possible and nothing can manifest or happen in your life. And so people are like, where do people develop this pessimistic nature about themselves? And it's because they have broken so many promises and commitments that they made to themselves that they don't believe their words anymore. They're saying them, they're affirming all the right things, but they don't believe that anything is possible for their lives anymore. And this is one of the reasons that I talk so much about the power of your thoughts and words and how once you allow something to exit your mouth, you give it entrance into the moments of your life. Let me say that again. Once you allow something to exit your mouth, you give that thing entrance into the moments of your life. And a lot of people are trying to figure out why are certain things living in their lives. It's because they allowed their lips to utter it. And you gave that thing license, you gave that thing residence um, to take up a space and to be a part of your life. And so you've got to be careful about the thoughts that you're thinking because the thoughts that you think are ultimately going to form the language and the language is ultimately going to begin to shape the reality of what your life becomes. And so we got to make sure that we are not breaking the commitments that we have made to ourselves. It's easy to make a lot of commitments and to say, I'm going to do this and that and I'm going to accomplish ABCD. But if you don't keep those commitments to yourself, it's going to cost you greatly and it's going to rob you of the life you've been destined to live. Unfortunately, for most people, this has become a cycle that is difficult to break in their lives because, as I said, we have trained our hearts not to believe our words anymore. And when you train your heart not to believe your words, you betray yourself and you rob yourself of the quality of life that you intend to live. While many people enter the year with excitement and enthusiasm and hope, they never convert that into uh, commitment, action, and consistency. Let's stay there for a moment. A lot of people enter the year with excitement, enthusiasm, and hope, but they never convert that into commitment, action, and consistency. And so if you listen to the series on starting the year off right, probably heard me talk a lot about a few words. You heard me talk about strategy. You heard me talk about discipline. You heard me talk about action. Because everybody was filling all the fields in January in the first few weeks of the year. Everybody's excited. They feel like they have a blank slate and a new canvas to create something. And the reality is the calendar changed, but you didn't change. So a lot of people, we think the magic is in the calendar. It's not. The magic is in you making the commitments and developing the disciplines that are going to change your life. So I watched people 
as we went into week two, week three, week four of the new year, and I said they're right back into the same bad habits that they had in 2023, that they think their life is going to be differently this year. And you have to convert all of that enthusiasm and hope and excitement into commitment, action, and consistency, because that's going to be the thing that's going to determine yourself, your success. What we don't understand is the most mundane things produce the most significant outcomes in our lives. Write that down. The most mundane things produce the most significant outcomes in our lives. And so a lot of people are like, you know, how can you say that every year is going to be your year? Because I already know. I already have the strategy. I already have the plan. already have the implementation. I know exactly what I need to do, and I'm going to do those things consistently to get me to the outcome that I want. A lot of us, when somebody like myself begins to talk to you about what it takes to really succeed and to be successful in a year or at your goals or whatever you're endeavoring to accomplish, we're like, this is boring. I don't want to hear this. But it's these mundane things that are going to produce the most significant results and outcomes in your life. And if you neglect these things, your life is going to continue to be a repeat of every other year, and you're going to be robbed of your dreams and robbed of the possibilities of what your life could become. Therefore, we betray ourselves living as a second-class version of ourselves and dishonoring our potential. And I don't want that to be the reality for you this year. I don't want you to keep betraying yourself, living as a second-class version of yourself, and dishonoring your potential because you were created for more. You were made for more, but you have to want more for your life. I've just discovered, and you've heard me say this before, that if you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. And what different thing are you going to do is going to change the dimension that you live from in 2024? I believe that's one of the most important questions you can ask yourself, and that would be a great question for you to write about in your breakthrough journal. What different thing am I going to do that's going to usher me into the next dimension of my life? Because I talk to so many people, and they have a good talk, and they have a good, uh, you know, demeanor in that moment, and they have this good disposition, but in everything that they said, I heard motivation, inspiration, but I never heard that individual say, with a surety, the thing that they are going to definitely do that's going to move their life to the next dimension. Let me tell you what won't move you to the next dimension. Inspiration won't move you. Motivation won't move you. A cheerleading squad won't move you. Because at the end of the day, motivation will not last. Inspiration will not last. Everybody's not going to always cheer you on. You're going to have to find the resolve within yourself to run the race and to get to the finish line and to do the thing that you've been created and destined to do. You owe it to yourself to stop playing small. If you don't get anything that I say to you today, I want you to get this. You owe it to yourself to stop playing small because small hasn't gotten you anywhere. It hasn't produced any progress. It hasn't produced any growth. It hasn't produced any development. It has not helped you to evolve into the next best version of yourself. So you can keep playing small, you can keep being comfortable, but it's robbing you of the change and the breakthroughs and the momentum that you want to see in your life. It's time for you to play big and to pursue the life that you were born for. And that's why I feel like this series 
it's so important following the series we just did because I feel like in starting you off right, I gave you a lot of strategic, tactical things that you need to do to be successful, and then now I need to come behind that message and to put a little fire behind you and tell you, okay, that's great, but you've got to execute, you've got to take the action, you've got to move toward this reality that you want to see in your life or nothing about your life is going to change. And so today I want to embark upon a new and exciting series with you. As you heard me say before, I am committed to helping you make 2024 the greatest year of your life. I want to give you uh, more than theories. I want to give you tactics that will empower you to thrive in every season of your life. Because a lot of people approach success, theoretical model, and you don't succeed by theory. You succeed by tactic and execution. And so it's the tactics that you're willing to implement. It's the execution that you're willing to do on a consistent basis that's going to determine uh, the success of the prosperity that you experience in your life. Today, I want to talk to you about the missing ingredients for most people's lives that robs them of momentum and manifestation. And I really want you to listen. I feel like this is an episode that you might need to listen to at least two times because you know how I can go. I can get really, really fast and try to get all of this to you as quickly as I can in the time that I have. But everybody's not digesting and dissecting it at that speed. And so just go back and listen to it again. But what missing ingredient am I talking about? I'm talking about the missing ingredient of passion or desire. If you read my um, post last week, it, it revolved around desire, and I hope that you'll stay locked in on social media this week because I have another piece coming out around passion and desire that you definitely need to read. The thing that separates those that dream from those that live their dreams is the quality of desire. And I can hear some of you listening to me like, Jamel, what are you talking about? I have desire. All of us have desire. But the thing about it is is that desire has to be fueled. And if you don't fuel desire, it will die. And when desire begins to die in your life, it is a tragedy because you begin to live as this ver- this second-rate version of yourself that is not true and authentic to who you really are. And so when I'm talking about desire, I'm not just talking about having a strong feeling or, you know, a strong sentiment, but I'm talking about this force inside of you that empowers you to become everything that you were created to be. Desire is something that you can sense even without a person ever saying a word. You know, I desire is one of those things I feel like I could talk about this forever because it's missing in the world today. You find it in very few individuals. And, you know, I'm trying to take my time and not go all the way into this so quickly because I really want you to get this. It's something that you can sense even without a person opening their mouth because a lot of people will tell you that they want a lot of things. And I'm not moved by words. I'm looking at the actions of an individual. And the actions betray them, and it lets me know that this is not really a priority for this person. It's just something that they might be interested in. 
And what I want you to know is that we don't succeed in what we are interested in. We succeed in what we are invested in. And a lot of us are invested in nonsense. You got hours to binge watch Netflix. You got hours to scroll social media. You got hours to hang out with people that are mediocre and going nowhere with their lives. But you have no time to devote to your goals and to the things that are important that are going to really make the difference in your life and move your life forward. So don't talk to me about all this desire that you have, but you are entertaining convenient distractions and you're not not moving toward the life that you were created and destined to live. We all have the same 24 hours. And what you do with the vehicle of time determines the spectrum that you live from. Some live in success and prosperity. Some live in failure and defeat. It's all constructed by how you use the gift of 24 hours. I've talked to thousands of people over the years, and I've heard thousands of excuses for why they aren't further in their lives, for why their lives can't be different, for why they can't achieve their goals and realize their vision and live up to their potential. And those same individuals are in the same place, living the same mediocre, mundane, boring life because they're making excuses for why their lives cannot be different instead of making the adjustment. When I talk about desire, I'm not talking about a hope or an excitement or a feeling, but I'm talking about something that is so infectious and contagious about a person that it is undeniable that this person is going after something and they're not going to allow anything or anybody to stand in the way of it. Many people reach out to me to be their mentor all the time. However, as I talk with many of them, I see quickly that they lack the desire needed to manifest their dreams and to realize their potential. I don't waste my time. I don't waste my energy pouring into empty places. That's a whole episode in and of itself. A lot of us, because we have this hero, super person complex, we're going to save the world while we lose ourselves in the process. And you waste valuable time and energy pouring into empty people that are going to do absolutely nothing with the words that you're saying. You don't show your hunger by what you say. You show your hunger by what you're willing to do. Let me say it again. You don't show your hunger by what you say. You show your hunger by what you're willing to do. So a lot of people will tell me they want me to be their mentor. They want me to um, pour into them, impart to them, give insight and wisdom to them. Yet when I look at the actions of that individual, they don't want me to be a mentor. They want somebody that will be an accomplice to them living average. Let me say it again. They want somebody that will be accomplished to them living average because if, if, if hunger is not something you say, it's something you do. If you're really hungry for this mentorship and you're really hungry to get to the next level, then what are you doing to get there? I know you're not expecting me to spoon feed it to you or to babysit you, when you say that you have this massive vision to get the greatness in your life. So what are you doing for that thing to become a reality for you? Be careful how you use the vehicle of time because time will either benefit you in your destiny or it will bankrupt you in your destiny and the realization of your potential. Desire is a fire and an inextinguishable 
powerful flame that fuels a relentless pursuit of fulfillment of purpose and the maximization of your greatest potential. Desire is a fire and an inextinguishable flame that fuels a relentless pursuit of the fulfillment of purpose and the maximization of your potential. Desire is the flame that burns in the heart of every person in pursuit of their best life. So when a person tells me that they have this desire to be something or to do something or to contribute something to the world, I'm not looking at the words. I'm looking for a flame that burns in the heart of a person in pursuit of their best life. And a lot of us, we talk a good talk, but when it really boils down to it, I don't see the desire there matching the expectation of what we want our lives to be because we're too comfortable in mediocrity. We're too settled with average when greatness is available to us, when new possibilities are available to us. I mean, what do you really want for your life? I think that's the, the one of the most important questions that we can ever ask ourselves. What do you really want for your life? Because it's easy to say some words and to form some sentences, but have you really taken the time to think and to sit and to pontificate and to ponder and to probe what is it that you really want for your life and who is it that you really want to be and how can you become that person so that you can bring your best to the world around you? Uh, The reason that I can see the lack of desire so quickly is because the fire of desire has burned in me for decades. A lot of people say they have this vision They have this thing that they want to do. They want to become this person. They want to contribute this thing. And yet I look at their lives, and their lives are totally misaligned with what they say their mission and purpose is. They have ample time to just hang out, to do nothing, and I see no time focused on the thing that they say that they want in their lives. Um, When you really have a desire and a burning passion and a flame in you for something, um, you, you're not easily distracted. You don't get caught up in the, you know, mundane things. You don't get caught up in unimportant and trivial matters. You're very focused. You're very concentrated. You're very intentional about what you do, where you go, who you connect with, where you spend your time, where you invest your money. Because you realize that you're not just living this aimless life. You are living out an assignment that you have been sent here to accomplish in your lifetime and generation. And what I want people to understand is that when you really have the fire of desire, nothing and no one around you will be able to put out that flame. What we have to understand is this, is that... Passion is the currency of achievement. Passion is the currency of achievement. And so a lot of people are like, why is this not happening for me? Why am I not getting further? Why am I not getting the outcomes that I want to see in my life? And I always tell people to check the level of your passion because if passion does not match the goal or the objective, you're going to be frustrated 
and you're not going to see the results that you want to see in your life. When people laughed at my dreams, desire drove me to keep going. I talked to so many people, and the first time somebody laughs or discourages them or tells them no, they give up. And I said, are you sure this is what you really want? And they'll say, it's what I want. But nobody supports me. Nobody believes in me. And I laugh. And I laugh because how can you expect other people to support something that was given to you by God? Or did God really give it to you? Because a lot of people, we just mimic and steal the dreams of other people and we claim ownership to it. Because when God has really given you something, it doesn't matter who doesn't agree with you. It doesn't matter who doesn't like you. It doesn't matter who doesn't support you. When God has given you something, you will not allow anything or anybody around you to snatch what he has given to you. See, I can talk to you from experience because I know what it's like to have something that nobody else understands, to have something that uh, people may laugh at or consider insignificant or unimportant, but I also know what it feels like to hold on to that thing and to see it take shape and form and to become a reality and to see the same individuals look dumbfounded as that thing begins to manifest and happen in your life. That's the power of a true dream and a true desire in the heart of a person that refuses to give up. When I was accused of being too ambitious, desire gave me the adrenaline to keep taking action and keep advancing. I talk to so many people that say, oh, they're hating on me. I don't consider it hate. People don't understand who you are. Most people don't even understand who they are. So how can you expect them to have the capacity to understand who you are? They don't understand your destiny. They don't understand your wiring. They don't understand your purpose. They don't understand your power. They don't understand the depths of your potential. They don't understand the significance of your life. You're looking to blind individuals to see the beauty of the greatness in you, and that won't happen. They won't see that until years down the road you're succeeding and thriving in this thing that you know God told you to do. And all of a sudden they always knew that you would do this, you would always be this. But in the meantime, you've got to have the emotional stability and the mental fortitude to persevere with a God-ordained dream or assignment and to see it through to the very end. When I experienced failure in business, desire gave me the fire to keep going and finding solutions. See, when I'm talking about desire, a lot of people don't have it because we give up too easily. We throw in a towel. We say forget it. And let me say this. If you're going to see a dream or a vision manifest in your life, you have to be self-motivated and self-directed. I see so many people in the world that they constantly need a cheerleader. They constantly need validation and affirmation, which lets me know that you have not done your inner work. Because in order to get to your destiny, in order to become who you were created and destined to become, you've got to become self-directed and you've got to become self-motivated. In other words, you don't need a cheerleading squad. You don't need 
moment-by-moment um, moment motivation. You don't need somebody to hold your hand. you got to have the inner resolve and the mental fortitude to keep going and to persevere until you possess everything that has been promised to you. The reason I can talk to you like this is because desire has brought me through some of the darkest seasons of my life. It has been desire that has given me the ability to see vision in balance, to see victory in seasons of incredible defeat and opposition, to see possibilities in places where I should have seen restrictions or limitations. That's the power of true desire and a real vision that lives in the heart of a person. I watch people go from project to project, business to business, endeavor to endeavor. They have no consistency, no track record to their lives, no ability to be consistent in anything, but they want to achieve all of these great things. A lot of people don't have real passion or desire in their lives. They may have some ambition. They may have some good intentions. They may have some wishful thinking. But if we really look around the world, the commodity of passion is one that is rare and far and in between in the world and the times that we live in. Too many of us rely on motivation and inspiration. And the moment you are no longer inspired or motivated, you stop going after what you say you want, which lets me know that you're not sure if that's something that you really want for your life. I want you to take that in for a moment. Is that something that you really want for your life? Because if it's something that you really want and it's really a God-inspired dream or vision or endeavor, then why are you so quick to give up on it? And why are you so quick to go grab something else and all of a sudden this is now your God-given dream or pursuit or endeavor in life? Why why have you not had the ability to be consistent or to stick with a thing until you see the full manifestation of it? Um, this lets me know that you dream of certain things in your life, but you don't really desire them. Because we just said that desire is this flame. It is this inextinguishable flame that produces a relentless pursuit of you fulfilling purpose and realizing your potential. So if your flame is able to be put out so quickly, then maybe this is not a real passion, and this is just something that you've been interested in pursuing or doing with your life. See, it's time for people to have straight talk and real conversations because I feel like in this era of social media and inspirational and motivational quotes that we post every day, we're not really being honest with people anymore. We're telling them that if you just think positive thoughts and speak positive words, everything about your life is going to change. We're telling people that success is just magic. You just snap your fingers and you're going to have the life of your dreams, that you're not going to encounter struggles or adversity or opposition. It's a lie. It's a false narrative that people are being sold, and they're buying it hook, line, and sinker over and over again. And so what I want you to understand is that make sure that this is really the vision and the goal and the passion of your life, and this is just not another interest activity that you're going to put down and be bored with in a few weeks because 
I feel like so many people are just pursuing all types of interests, but they have not really found the thing um, that really drives them and ignites the fire and the flame on the inside of them. And you got to find that thing because if you don't find that thing, you're going to spend your life in pursuit of vanity. You're going to live an empty existence, and you're going to be miserable because you're not doing the thing that you were made for. And I feel like we live in a generation of duplicates with no originals. One thing that I am extremely proud of myself for is being an original. I don't have to be like anybody else. I don't have to do it the way anybody else does it. Everybody always says you don't communicate or articulate ideas like anybody else. Pride myself on being who I am. And I feel like we live in a world that is afraid of authenticity. We're afraid to be who we are. We're afraid to vocalize our dreams because we're afraid of who's going to reject it. Who cares about who rejects it? If it's the thing that you have been born for, it's the thing that you've been destined to do, then you got to give that thing everything you've got, and you got to give it the best of who you are. When you really have desires, um, you become like a ferocious bulldog. You know, when a bulldog is going after something and they get their teeth into it, it's almost impossible to separate them from that thing. That's how I look at desire. When you have a real desire, there is this bulldog-like tenacity and force that comes upon you that refuses to throw in the towel, that refuses to give up, that refuses to give in, that understands that you're going to find a way to get to it, you're going to find a way over it, you're going to always find a way to get the victory in that situation. Um, what we have to understand is that you got to be like that bulldog, unwilling to let go until you see the manifestation of that thing in your life. And I feel like a lot of people, because of social media, um, when we don't see results in two days and 2.5 seconds, people move on to the next thing. And a lot of these people... Um, some of them are not as successful at all. They're lying to you, number one. And another thing, those that have been successful are not telling you the truth. Um, they're talking to you in sound bites, and they're not talking about the significance of the journey, which does you a disservice because you think that success is automatic, and when you don't see it in a minute, you become frustrated and give up. And one of the things that I was criticized about early on is that they're like, Jamel, why are you talking about adversity and perseverance? And, like, those are not the words that we use in this space. I said, well, who said I was in this space? I'm my own person, and I'm going to share authentically from my journey and experience to help people, and they need to know that adversity is part of the journey. Uh, they need to understand that you don't just wake up and become successful, that there is a work and a development and a process that you have to go through to be successful. This is what I want you to know. Passivity is contagious and it spreads quickly. Uh, there is nothing more disheartening and dishonorable to your potential than passivity. Write that down. 
There is nothing more disheartening and dishonorable to your potential than passivity. There are a lot of passive people in the world because they'll sit and talk to you for hours and tell you about all this stuff they want to do, who they want to become, what contribution they want to make to the world, what legacy they want to leave behind, and yet they will do absolutely nothing with all the information that they just said and shared with you. They'll go through life year after year, decade after decade, never pursuing uh, those things, never honoring their potential, never living up to the true purpose of their lives and what they were created for. We have a passive world. And the moment that, they, that some do begin to pursue it and the moment they get a no, the moment they get a rejection, the moment the door gets slammed in their face, they give up throwing the towel and revert back to the same mediocre life. Why? Because they're passive. They don't possess that bulldog-like tenacity that it's going to take to see their dreams become a reality. If you want to realize your greatest potential, you cannot afford to be passive. Why? Because passiveness reveals a half-hearted commitment to a greater life. Write that down. Passivity reveals a half-hearted commitment to a greater life. And if you're going to change your life, you can't afford to be half-hearted in the process. How many people do we talk to on a consistent basis that are half-hearted, but they want all of these great things to happen in their life? It's just not a reality. And I can even hear it, you know, if people reach out and they want to be mentored, I can hear it in the voice and the tone and the conversation and disposition. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, they are not about to waste my time. They do not really want this. So if you are half-hearted about it, it's not going to happen. You can't give a part of yourself. You can't give a piece to yourself. You've got to give your full self to the fulfillment of your dreams, to the realization of your potential, to you becoming the person that you were created and destined to become. Because half-hearted commitment will always result in half-hearted pursuit. This is a key. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a leader, whether you're doing something in your community, wherever you are leading from. I do not engage in transactions and business with half-hearted people that are not really committed because, first of all, you go into that relationship with inequity. You already know that this person is half-hearted, so they're not going to give their best to what they're doing which puts more responsibility and weight on you to have to come through in that relationship, which becomes a source of frustration, which creates all types of conflict and dysfunction within the relationship. Do not forge relationships with half-hearted, committed people. It's dangerous and it's toxic, and I watch people do it every day. And then when it backfires, you know, they come and they're crying and they're emotional, and I said, but you knew that before you entered into this agreement with them. You knew they were not really committed. You could see the reluctance. You could. They told you that they, they weren't sure about this, and you still did it anyway. And so um, I, I don't like half-hearted commitments. Anybody that knows me, that whatever I'm doing, whether it's business, whether it's friendship, whether it's relationships, whatever it is, I'm going to give myself totally to it. 
I'm going to give myself. That's one thing you won't be able to say, that he didn't give himself totally to it. And we have to approach things that way because if you don't give the best of what you are to what you're doing, why do it anyway? The world doesn't need another mediocre model and another, um, you know, lackluster uh, platform and demonstration. Why not be a model of excellence and the highest standards in everything that you do? Uh, you cannot change the course of your life without changing your commitments. I really want you to understand that this year, that you cannot change the course of your life without changing what you are committed to. And so another question for you to write in your breakthrough journal is, what do I need to commit to in 2024? And a lot of people are like, you know, I don't know how to answer that, but you do know how to answer it because we're all committed to something. Some people are committed to being lazy. Some people are committed to being mediocre. Some people are committed to being average. Some people are committed to dysfunction. Some people are committed to their trauma. Some people are committed to their past. Some people are committed to their story that they keep telling them, keeping them in slavery. Some people are committed to toxic thoughts and emotions. Some people are committed to dysfunctional relationships. Some people are committed to failure. Everybody on this planet is committed to something. So don't tell me that you're not committed and you don't understand. What are you willing to commit to in 2024? Because you cannot change the course of your life without changing what you are committed to. And a lot of people have not counted up the cost and really found the thing that they are willing to commit themselves to. And if you don't find that thing in your life, your life is going to continue to be a repeat of the same thing year after year. It's more and more frustration. Desire is the only force powerful enough to keep your dreams alive. So if you don't have desire in your life, your dreams are already dying. And a lot of people's dreams are on life support because they have so dumbed down. They have so embraced mediocrity. They have so embraced average. They have so accepted limitations and self-limiting beliefs and perceptions that their dreams are suffocating and trying with everything in them to live, but they're dying. And desire is the prophetic defibrillator that charges your battery and breathes life into your dreams. Write that down. Desire is the prophetic defibrillator that charges your battery and breathes life into your dreams. And so if your dreams are going to stay alive, you're going to have to have desire. A lot of people just think things are just going to happen, but you have to have desire. You have to have something in you, that force that fuels you to keep going until you see the fulfillment of everything promised to you. If you want to know how I'm still standing after all this time, then please know it's not because of hope, well wishes, or good intentions. I'm still standing today because desire would not allow me to let go of my dreams. There have been many opportunities. There have been many times. There have been many things presented that I could just say, forget it. Let's abandon it. Do something else. But it would not allow me to let go. And I'm grateful that I did not let go of it because I can talk to you from real experience. Desire has pushed me through seasons of fatigue and frustration. 
See, this is how I know people have not really found their purpose. Change it up. I talk to people every two or three weeks. They're on to something different. And I'm like, but you told me three weeks ago you were doing this. Yeah, I know, but I'm not doing that anymore. And it becomes a cycle, and I talk to them two months later. Yeah, I know I said that, but now I'm doing this. It's like you have no consistency to your life. So how are you going to accomplish anything when you can't even stick to one thing? you got to find your purpose because if you don't find your purpose, you're going to live an aimless life with no direction and no fulfillment. Desire has pushed me through cycles of rejection and betrayal. Desire has pushed me beyond my limits and into a life that I was born to live, and desire will do the same thing for you as well. If you want to transform your life in 2024, you need to ignite the fire of desire in your life. This is how I see it. Desire is the bridge between what you are capable of and what you are courageous enough to create. Write that down. Desire is the bridge between what you are capable of and what you are courageous enough to create. Desire closes the gap between what you hope for and what becomes a reality in your life. Desire is when what is possible for your life takes hold of you. Write that down. Desire is when what is possible for your life takes hold of you. And for a lot of people, that has not happened yet. And a lot of times that has not happened because we have not done the inner work. A lot of us think because we recite some affirmations and we say a few positive, um, we have a few positive thoughts that our lives are going to change when our psychological construct is wrong. We have all of this trauma, all of this suppressed pain and emotions and experiences and traumas that we have not processed through and we think we're just going to get to success and prosperity in life. You cannot drown out dysfunction and expect a life of victory. At some point, you've got to begin to do that work so that you can become whole and become the person that you were created to be. Most people don't want it bad enough. They are comfortable being mediocre. They have accepted self-limiting beliefs and perceptions, and they are invested in inaction and committed to being common. Desire is more than affinity. Desire is absolute obsession with a different life. Write that down. Desire is more than affinity. It is absolute obsession with a different life. you got to find an absolute obsession with a different life. What do you want that's greater than what you see right now? What do you want that is greater than what you feel right now? What do you want that is greater than um, your mind can fully comprehend in this moment. You got to get obsessed with that thing, and you got to get that bulldog tenacity on the inside of you to see that thing become a reality in your life. Everyone is chasing something. Few people are chasing anything of substance. I really want you to get that. Everybody's chasing something, but there are very few people in the world that are chasing anything of substance. A lot of people always ask me, Jamel, how have you been able to keep standing and persevering? How have you become the person that you are today? How have you developed this mindset about you that causes you to triumph in every season of your life? And the reality is is that passion has been the catalyst for me living my greatest life. 
when other people were switching it up and doing the next fad and the next trend, I stayed true to who I am and who I know God created and destined me to be. And in that process of staying in my own lane, um, it has opened up a world of possibilities beyond anything I could have ever imagined for myself. you got to have that desire. You can sense it before a person ever opens their mouth. You can feel it when certain individuals walk into a room. It is something that they carry on the inside of them that is attractive, that becomes like a magnetic force drawing you toward that individual. And let me tell you, this quality of passion or desire is rare. Um, You can meet, I've met all kinds of people. There are very few people that really have it. Not meaning that they're not good people or well-meaning people or that they don't have the best of intentions. But when you start to really talk about this quality of desire, there are few people that really possess it. And you've got to develop it to such a point that you become obsessed with a different life. You got to get stop being so absorbed in what's going on around you. Stop being absorbed in what everybody else is talking about, and get absorbed with the life that you were born to live. This was just an introduction. We're going to go deeper, but I hope that you've gotten some benefit out of this—the passion, the catalyst to your greatest life. You don't want to miss the next episode because I'm going to continue to excavate this topic because I want to help you develop that fire of desire and to fulfill your destiny and become everything I know you were created to be. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and giving me the opportunity to do life with you. I hope you'll listen to this again because we covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of terrain in this time today, but I believe that if you will really grab a hold of this principle, not only will it transform your life, but it will empower you to make 2024 the greatest year of your life. The reason a lot of people are stuck, the reason a lot of people are not moving forward with their lives, they're not accomplishing their goals, they're not realizing their dreams, they're not living up to their potential, is because they have not cultivated this thing called passion or desire in their lives. You've got to cultivate it, you've got to feed it, and you've got to ignite that flame and not allow anything to extinguish it in your life. I hope that you get something out of this, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.